The Trev and Ben Show. Broadcasting to the London Borough of Croydon. This is Croydon Radio. Claro, Black Chandelier. And now, now, Trevor Smith and Ben Harmer. They don't deserve now. The Trev and Ben Show. Hello, good morning to you. Welcome to Croydon Radio. Welcome to the Trev and Ben Show. You right? I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> um, I am um, not really with it. No. This morning. We had so much time to prepare. I was early. We were morning. here 15 minutes ago. This is the most prepared we have ever been. I know. And yet, towards the end of the song, I was hoping it wouldn't finish because I didn't feel ready. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I was so ready. 10 minutes ago, I was ready. Yeah. So, why am I not ready with 30 seconds to go? I don't know. It was just fading out, and you were going, please, please don't finish. Please don't finish. <laughs> I know. I suddenly found myself very disorganized, but <laughs> nothing new there. What a week it's been. Yes. What a week it's been, Ben. Um, I am not quite calm about the whole situation yet. No. Uh, I've calmed down a little bit since our midweek uh, podcast, if anyone has heard that. <laughs> I was very angry. Extremely angry. About uh, what the Americans have done. Yeah. But uh, a little bit more on that later on. Are you calm? Uh, I've given up. You've given up? Yeah. If you just that's it. There's that's no it. point in worrying about anything anymore because we'll all be vaporised before you know it. Yeah. <laughs> that's about it. Well, no, I, li- I like that kind of carefree attitude. Has it made you feel free? Or are you just going out doing things that, you know, I don't know, shoplifting, oh, well, rampaging, I'm... ransacking, yeah, pillaging? I mean, it's only a matter of time before he accidentally sits on the button, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Is, will he accidentally sit on it? Or, or just order it. I'd imagine it's always in his hand now. Because it's got to be It's got to be Bluetooth now, isn't it? It's not going to be... <laughs> can't be stuck on a big desk or anything it's got to be a bluetooth thing he's always going to have it with him just in case I, I reckon it would just be a bit of fun one night I go let's just give it a go let's yeah. try it <laughs> uh, all the usual stuff to come in the next two hours got to think the link in about uh, 25 minutes quite a straightforward one for you today uh, anything goes now my song really I should have played uh, before the election I thought it would still be a bit relevant uh, now, but unfortunately it's not. Uh, New Music at 10, today's It and their brilliant song Revolution, The Compendium, we do that a little bit later on. Uh, The Pub Quiz at 10.45, today's category, Barack Obama. Yes, I chose that one. (laughs) You did, great one. Uh, Also, Christmas is definitely coming then. Oh, Oh, and I had to do something this morning that I don't like doing, but it was necessary. It's all to come in the next two hours right here on Croydon Radio and The Trevor and Ben Show. Sweet home Alabama. Alabama, I've been there all voted for Trump. What's happened, Ben? You alright? Calm down. Calm. God! <laughs> right. Two weeks ago, we were here. What did I say? This, I just have to remind you, this isn't like the middle I know, one. I can't swear on we this We can't one. swear on this one. I should be very clean and very restrained. Good. But what did I say two weeks ago, sitting in this very chair? What did I say? Um, you were worried. I was confident two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago you Two were weeks ago then, I was confident. The FBI stuck their nose in. Last week I was a little bit worried, yeah. but not overly concerned. Hmm. Went to bed Tuesday night. Yeah, it'll be fine. Woke up Wednesday morning. <laughs> what have I done? So I went to bed just after they had the uh, exit poll for Florida, mm-hmm. which had Hillary ahead. Yeah. So I thought, oh, well, I can go to bed. It's fine, isn't it? It's fine. fine. And I woke up, BBC News... <sighs> They've done it, haven't they? I can't believe it. I, I genuinely can't believe they've done it. 
<laughs> this is what they this is what they have now done. They've basically given us Darth Vader. It's still in my head in this. Yeah. Luckily, I've only met one person so far who seems to like him. Really? And that was a mad woman in the pub. <laughs> so, you know, it, that, I ended up having a row with this mad woman in the pub because she started telling me things that she thought made him a good person. I mentioned this on our midweek podcast, if you haven't heard it, but I said, um, uh, she said, oh, well, he mentioned his, uh, his family. He's got his kids by him. So? <laughs> so what? You know, that doesn't make any difference as far as I'm concerned, does it? I said to this woman as I left, I said, I still think he's a terrible man. And she sort of went, oh, well, all right then. Oh, well, I'm sorry, I don't want anything to do with you, love, if you think that he's an all right person. I mean, who in their right mind put a tick or cross next to that man's name? Seems like quite a lot of people did. Mm. And they, they, by the way, not to you know be pedantic or anything, but I heard that they don't put a cross or a tick. Do they not? It's a little circle that they've got to colour in. Well, no one of the whole thing's messed up. It's too complicated for them. <laughs> you know, keep it simple are for you them. Sure? I thought colouring in was about their level. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hear some of them are ele- electronic. Don't give them that. I mean, Trump supporters. I don't mean Americans. I, no, <laughs> I love Americans. <laughs> I think what they should do now, instead of giving people a bit of paper or anything extra, just ask them. Mm. And then if they say Trump, just, are, are you sure? <laughs> are you get Chris Tarrant back? Is that your final answer? I'm just that's the worst Chris Tarrant doing it. Is that your final answer? <laughs> it's all right. It's not bad. Wait, where's he from? He's from Reading, I think. Which <laughs> okay. I think you could tell. Anyway, we shouldn't have been surprised. No, we shouldn't have been surprised because uh, Nostradamus predicted that Trump would be president. I tell you who else did. Who? Big Jeff. Big Jeff. My dad. He predicted it. He saw it coming. She's fault. He was worried about it, though. I had to call him the next day. <laughs> of course day. he'd be worried about it. Who wouldn't be worried about it? <laughs> I called him the morning of the results to check his blood pressure was all right. Because <laughs> he, was, he was wound up enough about Brexit, so I thought I'd better just check he was still with us. I think me and your, your dad will get on very well. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you, you, me and your dad sitting in a pub one day. When, 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 I don't know. I mean, he's a bit older than me, but uh, let's say in 20 years' time, when your dad's about 80, yeah. and I'm, I'm in my 60s, I can see me and your dad sitting in a pub going, do you remember when Trump became president? <laughs> and we'd still be annoyed about it. I'll be on the pool table. Fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. You won't be taking any interest whatsoever. <laughs> anyway, Nostradamus predicted uh, that, um, that there would be a, a terrible president. And do, you, do you know what he said? He said uh, one of his prophecies were the great, shameless, audacious baller. He will be elected governor of the army. The boldness of his contention. The bridge broken. The city faint from fear. He's got it, hasn't he? I think from now on, we should always refer to Donald Trump as the great shameless baller. <laughs> the great shameless audacious, audacious baller. baller. Oh, that's a great word. That's basically his new nickname. Yeah. He's, and he wasn't the only one to predict it. There was a blind mystic who predicted Brexit, 9-11, the rise of ISIS and the tsunami. Also uh, predicted uh, Barack Obama, the first black president. Now, she died a couple of years ago, but she made a, um, she made a, a, a prediction. She said, um, an, an economic crisis will prevent the 45th president from taking office, meaning Obama will be the last to serve his term. Ooh. So in the next two months, God knows what's going to happen. But there is still a chance. I don't even care if it's the end of the world, because it's going to happen anyway. And she was right about Obama and ISIS. And well, and- uh, apparently she predicted that the 44th president of the United States would be a black man. She was right there, wasn't she? It's a bit ironic, isn't it? 
bit ironic. A blind mystic saw it coming. <laughs> yes, she's the only one who did. <laughs> Apparently all the pollsters who have paid a fortune to do whatever they oh, do, forget they it. didn't get it right. I'm not listening to those anymore. No, they nonsense. are nonsense. They are not worth the paper they're written on. <laughs> um, I was uh, reading this morning, though, that um, he is now going back on many of the things he said. Obamacare's back in. Yeah, he likes a couple of things, though. I'm also hearing that he's saying he won't get the Mexicans to pay for the wall. What? I, I'm, I think he might even be saying he's not going to build it. Who's going to pay for it? Well, I reckon the Mexicans are going to build one anyway now. <laughs> I mean, I would. If I was if I was bordering the States, I would build a huge wall just to keep them in there. <laughs> yeah. You don't want them coming across now, do you? Unbelievable. There is one bit of good news, though. And I hope that... You know when you hope people stick to their word? Mm, well, with, with him as an <laughs> exception, yes. Um, there was one bit of very, very good news this week. I, I, I don't know if I can contain myself, but... Go on, go on. It's just Katie Hopkins said that she would move to America if Trump won. <laughs> hey! <laughs> go, love! Go! <laughs> go on, fill your boots! <laughs> Say what? If Katie Hopkins is a woman of a word, I'll pay for the ticket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good of you. You know, she's not alone though. They, um, there have well, she was doing it for the other reason, but there have been a lot of American celebrities who've been saying that if Trump was elected, they were going to be off to Canada, and I think Cher even said she'd be off to Jupiter. Did she? Yeah, and I'm not paying for that. <laughs> that's a bit far. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, they're all being trolled now, of course. People of course. tweeting them saying, uh, "Hey, at Miley Cyrus. Hey, at Lena Dunham. How's Canada?" <laughs> just generally taking the mick um, and someone suggesting that um, Canada is the real loser as it seems they're getting Layla Dunham after all I don't know who Layla Dunham is I no, think she's a I. comedian I think but um, yeah I mean it really seems like they are twisting the knife a little bit yeah well it's going to happen I mean civil war will you know surely not be too far away in the States <laughs> Miley Cyrus was in tears bless her she, she put something on Facebook of her eventually saying I accept Donald Trump as my president I mean with, with a tear in her eye and a, a I cried. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I don't care. I had a little cry. I, think, I don't know anyone who didn't shed a tear. But, well, um, someone who might not have shed a tear, because apparently we all got to get over it now, uh, Boris Johnson. Oh, God. He's uh, your favourite, isn't oh. he? I mean, he's just got Donald Trump's hair as well, hasn't he? I mean, it's just, <laughs> they're from the same mould. So, do you want to hear him? Yeah, all right. You know, I think it's time that we were overwhelmingly positive about mm. uh, the possibilities mm. here and I may respectfully say to some of my beloved European friends and, and colleagues that uh, I think it's time we snapped out of the general doom and gloom mm. about the result of this election and the, the collective whingerama that seems to be going on in some places. Yeah, because he's a man you can trust, isn't he? Now, I don't quite know what I'm doing because I know that'll <laughs> upset you. I know. I'm I, just poking the bear at this point. Do, do you know, the, the trouble is I've got to be so careful <laughs> because I can only think of naughty words right now. Yeah. And, and there's genuine anger in my stomach right now as well because Boris Johnson is the most untrustworthy politician we've got. We already know that from Brexit because, oh, yeah, no, we're out, we're out. It turns out he'd written an article saying, yeah, we should stay in, we should stay in. <laughs> and it's the same with Trump, right? A while back, he said Trump was unfit to lead America and accused him of playing the game of terrorists. Uh, and do you remember when Trump said something like there are no-go areas in, in London? Yes, that's right. And yeah. uh, Boris Johnson just had a, you know, he was mayor of London, I think, at the time. But he said, um, I wouldn't invite him to come and see the whole of London and take him around the city, except um, I wouldn't want to expose any London 
Londoners to the unnecessary risk of meeting Donald Trump. <laughs> and the only reason I wouldn't visit parts of New York is the real risk of meeting Donald Trump. So don't talk to us about Windsorama, you stuck-up posh boy. Careful. <laughs> I know, I can't help it. Oh, so riled. Just, I, don't, I don't want to wind you off even more, but can we just hear that again? Just the first little bit. Just the first little bit. You know, I think it's time that we were overwhelmingly positive about right, that's it, that's uh, it. That's it. Yeah, that's overwhelmingly positive we have to positive. be overwhelmingly positive no we don't no there's <laughs> nothing to be positive about all hope is gone <laughs> the world is finished I mean there's they're saying you know try and look at the silver lining or put a there isn't one positive spin but to say we have to be overwhelmingly positive that's just ridiculous do you know I I, I really feel that um, I, I was talking to someone recently who said uh, you know well you know this is this is a sign that people are sick of the establishment they want people to go in and and uh, and upset the establishment. Don't use this as an experiment for that. <laughs> I think there is some truth to that, but I agree with you. That doesn't mean you need to take a sledgehammer to the nut. I know we we have we have we did it with Brexit. <laughs> you know, all these people go, yes, we should get out. Why? Because it's going to be worse for us now. We've got Trump now. The world is ruined. And it's all our fault as people. It's our fault. We cannot be trusted to make these decisions anymore. It's like a vision of you and Jeff in that pub oh. 20 years from now. Yeah, well, when, I mean, if there's a pub... If there is 20 years from now. <laughs> it's very unlikely. <laughs> so uh, when, when you found out the news, where were you? Because I think it's one of those things that we will never forget. I was in bed. You were in bed. Mm. I was in bed. I woke up and it wasn't official. It was, it was getting close. Mm. I, had a, I had a very foul-mouthed tweet, for, not a tweet, sorry, a text from mm. you. Yes. Um, and if you want to know what Trev did say to me in that uh, text, you'll have to listen to our midweek podcast where we're allowed <laughs> to swear. I might be able to, to, to give you a, a censored version. Uh, I mean... I mean, it started with about nine no's. Yes, I, I'll, try, I'll try and um, get through this without... <laughs> I'm not sure you can. Uh, what if I just... And know, again, before he says this... Um, no offence to Americans listening. Uh, it's, it's not you. It's just the ones who voted for Trump. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we've got a lot of American friends who listen to this show. So I sent you this. I think about 7.40, I think mm. the, the sort of confirmation of the result had just been announced. So I sent you this. As you say, it started with about uh, oh no's. Uh, then I followed it with a uh, oh bollards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, flipping stupid redneck hillbilly hick flips. <laughs> I'm off to buy my radioactive protective gear. Yeah. I was furious. And, and as you, if you listen to the midweek podcast, you will know that I was furious all day. Yes. I had rows with people all day. I was in such a mood. I, I, I barely spoke to you on the day. I couldn't really talk to many people. In I, I, I wasn't avoiding you. No, 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 I know you weren't, but, but that's I, a good thing because it sounded like you were on the absolute warpath. Oh, I think it, it wouldn't have taken much for me to just really, uh, to be, end, end up in a padded cell <laughs> on Wednesday. I was that frustrated and annoyed at the human race and what we have now done to ourselves. I mean, we are going to bring around the end of the world and, and we are to blame. Yeah. We always knew we would be, but this time we had the chance to avoid it. That's the frustrating <laughs> thing. I mean, if we've messed up the climate and we get killed by that, fair enough. You know, it's too late. We've done that. But we... we it's could, a bit flippant, isn't it? Well, it is. It's too oh, late well, for that. Well, to hell with the climate. <laughs> well, now, let's be honest, the sooner we warm up and blow the place up, the better. <laughs> Black Sabbath, Paranoid on Croydon Radio. It's the Trevor and Ben show. Um, now, last night, Ben, uh, well, me and my mates, we went out for a curry. Okay. And um, uh, by the way, uh, the daughter of, uh, of one of my friends is listening this morning. We've got a new listener. Oh, yeah? She's one year old. She's dancing away, apparently. Excellent. Hello, Becky. Hello. Yeah, she loves us. She loves us. I think we should put the... Uh, 
the world in Becky's hands. Yep. I think she'd be far more equipped than Donald Trump is, for example. Uh, so anyway, we went out for a, for a curry last night and we went to um, a very good curry house in Croydon. I'm not going to mention the name, but they're very well known and they've won lots of awards. Mm. Uh, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. And it was one of those really awkward nights when, um, yeah, because things just weren't going well in the curry house at all. I mean, we, we waited an hour for a starter. An hour for the yeah. starter? I mean, I, I've never made an onion bhaji, but I can't believe it takes an hour. Isn't it just onion, batter, deep fat fryer? Isn't that it? Isn't that all you need? And you all stayed? We all stayed. Uh, drinks didn't arrive. But then, you know, the, as the night went on, we became more and more frustrated and uh, and then when when it came to the mains, rice and bread arrived, but not the actual dish. So mm. some people were left with cold rice and bread. So you almost ended up with an argy bargy. <laughs> we did. Well, in fact, we did end up with an argy bargy. <laughs> um, it was unbelievable. And I'm very British, so um, I wouldn't complain. I'm not a complainer. But we were within our rights to definitely complain last night. And um, that, to be fair to them, we got we got a, quite a good discount. But um, we won't be going back. Now, if you were to have just walked out yeah. and refused to pay... I don't think there's much they could have done. Well, that was what I was going to get at. Is that legal? I don't know. If you receive a really, really poor service, because you sort of go in with a sort of mutual understanding that you'll pay your money and mm-hmm. you'll get your food in a slightly you know, prompt manner. Yeah, and you, get, you know, it's all... You know, there's a sort of unspoken agreement there. Mm. So if they keep you waiting an hour for the starter, yeah. I would eat the starter and then leave. And then but then leave. am I a thief if I do that? I don't know. I mean, one of my, one of my friends, he'd, um, he'd eaten half, half of his dish uh, before the other bits arrived. And because then he decided it's too late now. You know, it's, that's all cold. There's no point. He said, you know, he's a very, um, very good man. He said, no, I've eaten half of it. I'll pay for half of it. And the man said, no, no, you're not going to pay for any of it. Said, okay, fair enough. Oh. That's, that's fine. Um, the only trouble is, I'm hearing this morning that um, there are some upset stomachs. Ah, oh, so he is paying for it. So he <laughs> may well be paying for it. Um, or at least um, he may be wishing he hadn't paid for that half. Right. Because, you know, it's probably made a very quick exit. What, what did he have, know. can I ask? I don't know. No. I can't remember. No. I mean, and, and the thing but is... But you're okay. Cause... I'm fine. Okay, I'm fine. I mean, the strange thing is, um, I my food all arrived without you know i had a long wait i didn't get my last drink i mean that that was a but by that time we'd all there was no point in asking for anything else you knew it wasn't gonna arrive so can i ask how long did you wait before you started saying right i mean forget the food where's the drinks um well i think uh, quite early on there was an issue with the drinks so we'd already complained about drinks quite early on i mean there's no excuse for them not being able to bring you a bottle or something is there well i don't think so. they had to go out to sainsbury's because the, this so, is award winning, is it? It is. It's an award winning curry house. Worst curry house in Croydon. <laughs> Was that the award? Well, I, I'm, I, I believe it's meant to be a, a revered curry house, but uh, maybe not. Um, yeah, one of one of my friends asked for some. Um, I think wanted lime and um, and soda water. They went out and bought a bottle of soda water from Sainsbury's, but didn't provide any lime. I mean, they just brought, and they didn't even pour it. They just a- appeared with Sainsbury's own. <laughs> yeah, this is this is ludicrous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh dear! But we're not naming them, are we? We're saying, uh, yeah, I don't think I should name them. We're sparing no, their be fair. Okay, but um, I don't think we'll be going back. No, uh, I've really had bad experiences in restaurants. I'm normally quite lucky, and I'm, as I say, I'm very forgiving actually. So uh, when I've been out with people who have complained about things. I'm generally thinking, ah, oh, this is not, you know, the food's all right, this is, this is fine. But I think last night, we, we, it was a legitimate <laughs> reason for complaint. The only, the only other time I've been somewhere where I thought, yeah, this is a legitimate area for complaint was um, I, I went to a friend's birthday, quite a posh um, brasserie. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. We live it up. Um, <laughs> in the Oxo Tower in London, right? Right, okay. And, and this brasserie had just opened and uh, a lovely view. And we're thinking, oh, this is nice. This is really good. And again, we, had, we waited ages for the food. And uh, my friend whose birthday it was, um, he saw one of the waitresses walking around with um, what he assumed was his dinner because it was what he ordered. Mm-hmm. And it was some chicken he'd ordered. So he said, oh, that's, um, that's mine. And the waitress came over and said, oh, no, I don't, I don't think this is yours. This is tuna. If the waitress doesn't know the difference between chicken and tuna, it's not going to be a success, is it? Well, hang on a minute. She was actually holding, she was genuinely holding chicken. She was holding a dish that was a chicken dish. And uh, when my mate said, oh, yeah, that's mine. I ordered the chicken. She went, oh, no, 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 this is tuna. <laughs> I think the last time I had really bad service where I complained was actually at a McDonald's drive through that's the difference between you and me, isn't it? There's me in an Oxo Tower brasserie, yeah. there's you at a McDonald's drive-thru. Because they kept getting the order wrong, and they, and they wouldn't... How can you get a McDonald's order wrong? Well, and they wouldn't fix it at the windows. They said, oh, I'm really sorry, but you're going to you're gonna have to go round again. Let's go round again. Three times I had oh, to this go round. Oh, ludicrous. I was dizzy by the end of it. I can't imagine you having the patience to go round three times. Well, I had no choice. They, they no wouldn't choice. fix it at the right window, so I had to keep. I wasn't going to. I wasn't just going to give up. I paid at this point. Oh, you paid. Yeah. What was the mistake? I'm trying to. I'm trying to work out what the big mistake in a McDonald's could possibly be. I think the big mistake was the Big Mac. They they kept forgetting my Big Mac. Oh, well, that's quite a big mistake that's if they've forgotten the Big, big Mac. Big mistake. Mind you, I'd be quite happy if they forgot that. It's a Big Mac mistake. <laughs> think the link. And that joke is the highlight of the show. You, you can turn off now. Uh, so think the link, Ben. Three songs to identify. Somewhere there's a link between, you know, the score. It could be the artist, the title, the lyric. Uh, quite straightforward today. Here they are. Here we go. Get food to the group. I'm going to eat a lot of peaches. I have got absolutely no idea. <laughs> no idea at all. Here they are again. Here we go. Get food to the group. I'm happy I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I can't even tell you any of the artists, any of the songs. I know none of that. Okay. I haven't got a clue. So if you are listening, even if you don't know what the link is, if you could let me know any of the songs, <laughs> any of the artists, together, hopefully, we can piece it together. But I am I am flummoxed. Alright, well it's at Driven Ben on Twitter. I'll send us a message via CroydonRadio.com. That's the way to get in touch with us about absolutely anything, by the way. Right now though, we're looking for the link between these three songs. I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. Good luck. Head in the sand. For solution, head in the sand on Ready. We featured them when we love new music a few weeks back. Coming up today at uh, ten, it's it, the brilliant song Revolution. I've got a bone to pick. What with me? No. Oh good. Not with you, you're alright. Thanks. Thanks very much, yeah. Fast bender. Fassbender, Michael Fassbender, oh, Michael Fassbender, yeah. the actor. Which we owe him that that Fassbender. Like, there's a load of them. Well, there might be other. There, there must be a Fassbender clan, <laughs> and uh, it's good to uh, to be specific about which uh, Fassbender we're talking about. Michael Fassbender sounds like a bit of a car, doesn't it? It does. There's a problem with a Fassbender. <laughs> um, why have you got a bone to pick with him? What's he done to you? Um, he's, well, he's annoyed me. Because really? I don't, I t- I'll be honest with you, I don't really know who he is. I know the name, but I don't he's know what actor. he looks like. Is, oh, he, is he English, American? I don't know. He's annoyed me. Okay. Well, <laughs> he's an he actor, annoyed? he's annoyed me. <laughs> was, he, was his performance not up to scratch I, when I, you saw him perform Coriolanus? I have to uh, caveat this quite heavily. I am not a misogynist. I've got no problem. Oh, here we go. Listen, this is setting this up for something terrible. He has ruled himself out 
of uh, playing James Bond. He's ruled himself out as being the next Bond. Well, that's all right, because I'm still in. Uh, well, 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 yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> while we're at it, I also rule myself out. I, I, do you? I'm not going to run for it. I don't want it. It's fine. I'll let someone else do it. I'll let you do it. That's fine. Yeah, well, I think it's time we had a, you know, the way the world has gone, mm-hmm. uh, there's shock appointments, shock wins. <laughs> I, I mean, it would be a shock if, if I was announced as James Bond, but it why not? Be. I mean, a lot of people have said um, Idris Elba should be, uh, mm-hmm. would be a great Bond. He would be, be a the next Bond. Bond. Yeah. No problem with that. Uh, you know, some some people say, "Oh no, James Bond isn't black." But you know, fine, no problem with me. Yeah. However, Fassbender yeah. <laughs> has said that he would like to see the next Bond, or you know, wouldn't mind, or thinks oh, the next Bond should woman. be a woman. No, 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 now, no, no. That is fundamentally wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's James. It's, it's James yeah. Bond. It's, it's not, not Janet Bond, is no. it? No, or, or Jane Bond. No, it's ridiculous. I'm, I agree with you. I mean, because I get it that they're trying to be all, well, why can't James Bond be black? Yeah, no reason he can't all be right, black. Well, let's make That's Miss Marple fine. a man then. Yeah, let's make Wonder Woman Tim Curry in the next <laughs> film, shall we? It's ridiculous. There does seem to be, oh, we're going to sound like two very old I know, but sexist men here. Okay, but, well, let's fundamentally say, all right. okay, so we've committed. Yeah. We've got a woman, James Bond, Jane Bond. Yeah. She's, so so is, are we rewriting the character? Because he's a bit of a ladies' man. Yeah. Are we going to have lesbian scenes in the next James Bond film? Sorry, let's Jane. Ho- let's hope so. <laughs> um, I don't know. Don't be disgusting about this. We're trying to keep this oh, yeah, you know, sorry, yeah, above yeah. board. Yes. Um, no, let's hope there isn't. Let's hope if there is a female Bond, it's very... Um, I mean, let's. I just hope that she's not forced to do any cooking, cleaning. <laughs> any, I don't want to see any of that if we have a female James Bond. She's got to be... I mean, if she makes a mess, leave it. Mm. <laughs> you will sort it out. <laughs> so I mean I, I have no problem with as I say equality I'm not a misogynist I'm, I'm fine honestly yeah. but you can't have a woman playing James can, Bond can it's I, not the character can I just and, and I, know, I know what you're going to say I already know the counter argument you're going to put here mm. but can I just say that not that long ago you and I had a bit of an argument over the fact that I wouldn't accept a female Doctor Who hmm and you said to me, well, you know, he can regenerate anyway. It, it doesn't matter. He's still fundamentally a man. Yeah, okay. I mean, unless that regeneration am, is now... No, okay. You, okay, fair point. I am backpedaling <laughs> slightly now. But my, I think my point was that Doctor Who is essentially an alien, isn't he? Uh, yes. Uh, or isn't it, I should say. It, yeah. So therefore, he oh, is genderless. gender fluid, I would say. <laughs> Gender fluid. I think that's an expression, I think. <laughs> is yeah? it? I think so, yeah. Is it an expression? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound right. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah. In case you upset people. No, I'm, I, I'm just saying, when you hear it for the first time, <laughs> I've, I, if I saw it written down, I don't think I'd think what I've just thought. No, you probably... But the fact that you've said it out loud, it did. It, I, I heard it the wrong way. Although, look, look what I've started now. Someone getting in touch with us yeah. saying that Tim Curry would make an excellent one. He would. <laughs> He would, let's be honest. Um, I, I, I do, I'll, I'll be honest with you, and I don't know how this is going to go down. I don't know how this is going to um, make me look. Mm. But it's, it's like recently I've been really annoyed by this need to kind of remake lots of films, but turn them into women versions. By the way, I should also say, <laughs> Ghostbusters, being all women, I have no problem with. That's the one I don't have an issue with, That's because it's a, it's a continuation of the story. Yes. But there are other films that they are remaking and just changing the character. Hmm. I mean, and, and as you say, are, are we going to do that the other way around? You know, are we going to make... Uh, I mean, let, let's remake Pretty Woman and make it a male escort this yeah. time. I mean, is that what we're going to do? I, unfortunately, he's no longer with us, but I'd like to cast Bob Hoskins in the role of Pretty Woman. <laughs> would you? That'd be great. He would be good. I mean, that. since the rule book's out the window, why not? <laughs> <laughs> hey, would he have a little catchphrase? Yeah. It's good to poke. <laughs> 
Cadillac 3 and Slide on Groin I love that. It's good, isn't it? I love that. Yeah. Can, can you play the last 10 seconds of that again? Oh, honestly, this is... Just, just do that last... Just, go on. Just well, for me. Do I, do I have to? Yeah. Just All imagine, right, right you, you, you're running away from the police and it's, it's running through the wild, wild west <laughs> in a big car chase. It, it is a bit Dukes of Hazard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, do the last 10 seconds. Oh, go on, right, go right, on. Right, here we go. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. You can imagine... <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you can imagine awesome. that. And uh, I'd hope that I'll be chewing some tobacco and I'll yeah. spit out some horrible brown stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, it is good. I like that. Um, well, more of that. <laughs> to order cars, right? I had to do something this morning that I don't normally like doing, but it was necessary. I used my horn. <gasps> I think it's only the second time in my life I've used my horn. Wow. I know. You hate using the horn. I do hate using the horn. I think I didn't even really... I, well, I, a man was just about to crash into me. Oh. Um, so I sort of thought it was necessary. Well, that's fine. That is the appropriate use. Yes. So the other users of the road of your presence, that's The fine. only thing is I did... It, I felt I was using it in anger. Uh, well... Because I, I, because I don't use my horn very often... <laughs> It's 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 a uh, it's a little used part of me to blow the dust off. <laughs> um, I I didn't re- I don't really know I know where it is, but do you know what I mean? It, <laughs> you mean you don't know where it's in the middle of the steering wheel. Well, no, I got two either side of the middle. It's it, oh, you're uh, one of those stupid ones. And you? and I um I know where it is, but I'm not used to it. It's not like a, a natural thing for me to go for my horn. So um so I just I just rammed <laughs> to just punch the steering wheel in the hope that it would go off and it did and uh, and then I was doing lots of hand gestures but th- this person just cut cut across two lanes Ooh. and was just about to hit me and I, I was furious and I followed I followed this car all the way to here and most of the way I was in, in it wasn't me was it <laughs> uh, no, but I was hoping he could see me in his mirror making all kinds of gestures I was mouthing things very clearly you know you know like if you talk to someone and uh, you, you feel they're not really getting what you're saying and you feel you need to talk slowly mm. a bit like some people do abroad uh, but I was doing that in the car really obviously I can't use any of the words I was no. using uh, in the hope that he would somehow lip read and and see see the words he wasn't paying any attention to me of course not but the thing is yeah. you've got uh, you've got to be careful because it, like i said to you it happened to me last week someone parked the car in the middle of the road and yeah. got out and approached me yeah you could be killed doing that i know and it isn't worth it well that's why i don't really use my horn but I, it was it was needed this morning and no, uh, no no hang on a minute that's why you use the horn all yeah. the other very clear mouthing yeah, of swear right, words yeah, and, yeah. and hand gestures that wasn't Necessary, but wasn't ima- it? Imagine how angry I'd be if uh, if I hadn't have done that. I could have turned up here fuming this morning. <laughs> this show would have been full of just me ranting. So what would you have done <laughs> if he jumped out and came at you? Oh, I would have been terrified. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> I probably would have just put my foot down and uh, and gone round him. Yeah, or um, over him. <laughs> Either way. Didn't, didn't you do that once? Someone got out of the car and you just put your foot down and went round them? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought they were going to kill me. Yeah, it yeah. is the best way to do it, isn't it? But it's my own stupid fault. I, sh- I should stop beeping at people and stop annoying people well you are uh, an habitual beeper right well i have to drive for a living and it drives me crazy so yeah i i, I beep probably more than is necessary probably four times a day you probably four times a probably day easily four times a day you're touching your horn oh yeah that's incredible it's red roll <laughs> the thing is though right the thing is you're probably using my ration Okay, good. So between us, we're we're probably reaching an average hornage. <laughs> <laughs> if there's such a thing as an average hornage. I like to think I'm above average. <laughs> anything goes, anything goes. 
So anything goes, Ben. Uh, I'm not. I just like to think I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, this is the part of the show where uh, uh, it's my turn this week to pick a song that's um, sort of not the normal sort of song we will play, and um, no one can say anything about it because anything goes. Mm. Except last week, of course, when you picked a racist <laughs> song. <laughs> And uh, we decided that that wasn't a good thing. Um, the song this week, uh, two reasons for playing it. Um, one is I just love it. Yep. Now, if I say to you, Christopher, what think, do you oh, think? Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would seem to be a lot of people's reactions. I just want to assure people it's not Lady in Red. Okay. We are not playing that. Because he did some good songs, right? Space Band Came Travelling? No, this is a song called Spanish Train. Never heard of it. And I wanted to play this because I assumed that we wouldn't have Trump as a president. Mm. And this song is about um, good taking on evil. Okay. The devil versus God in a game of chess. And who's going to win? We want good to win. And I assume that I'll be playing this celebrating that perhaps not good in Hillary Clinton, but the lesser evil. <laughs> Who wins won. in the song? Well, let's find out. <laughs> Good, eh? Hmm. <laughs> Can't say anything. Anything goes. Anything goes. That's Christopher Burr from when he was good. Uh, Spanish train. <laughs> and uh, next week it's your turn. Christopher Burr. You can't say anything. Anything goes. Christopher Burr. Shut up. <laughs> At least it's not it's not a wrestler's intro music and it's not that racist. Was, that was... <laughs> so, Fair you know, enough. I think I'm winning. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, have you got any ideas for next week yet? Uh, no, but it won't be Christopher. Burr. <laughs> right, well, if you've uh, got ideas you can help us out with, uh, we're looking for anything, anything. Mm. Um, let us know. Songs you want to hear, songs you haven't heard for a long time. It's at Trevor Ben on Twitter or send us a message via CroydonRadio.com. Now, um, do you occasionally read um, science news? I'll be honest, no. Because no, I'm sort of into Miss Science to a degree, but most of it goes completely over my head because I'm a bit thick. Yeah. I, I, I tried to listen to some of uh, Professor Brian Cox the other day on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand a word he was saying. I, I, I really like him, but even in his TV shows where he does his best to put it in layman's language, hmm. still no idea. I mean, you might as well be talking another language. I mean, he seems to enjoy what he's doing. He loves so. it. He loves it. Good luck to him. Yeah, but I, mean, <laughs> I don't know not, what you're talking not about, not mate. Us, is it? <laughs> but I, I like the fact he always sits on a, on a stone and does little diagrams in sand or something. You mm. know, that, that's trying to help me understand it, but it's not. It's not really. I mean, if you want to help me understand glove puppets, <laughs> that might help. Don't draw a diagram. Diagrams aren't helping me whatsoever. Give me a give me a glove puppet. Yeah. And this space is very big. Is it? How big is it? It's very big. That's what I need. Okay. It's all done. I can do the voices for you, Brian. I'm available. <laughs> um, anyway, sometimes I read a side story, and I think, who's paying for this? And there was a story this week. Um, tummy tickling causes rats to break out in giggles and jump with joy. I'd like to hear that. <laughs> I don't think there's any sound. Oh. I was desperately looking for the sound of rats laughing, but I couldn't get one. Scientists confirm the ticklishness of rats in experiments. Who's, who's looking for that? Why do we need to know whether rats are ticklish and whether they enjoy it or not? Well, what benefit is that to anything? Well, I suppose it, it's good to laugh, isn't it? No, but I mean, what's the point? I mean, so, okay, rats laugh, great, now what? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning is It is for. I don't mm. know. That doesn't make any sense. That's right. Tickle me and I'll, I'll get it right. Uh, I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know who's spending money on that. I mean, you know, there's lots of diseases that need looking into. I don't think tickling rats and finding out whether they find that fun is a necessary bit of science. Did they have, like, 
government money for that experiment. I, don't, I, I, I doubt it. I hope not. I think it was probably it was probably funded by the uh, I don't know the tickling association, <laughs> <laughs> but they only they only find it um, enjoyable if they're in a good mood. And I think that's pretty much like humans, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I've never really enjoyed being tickled. No. I, when I was, I think when you're a kid, it's it's all right. Then you get to about seven or eight. I mean, people start tickling you at seven or eight. It's like, Stop that. It's a bit creepy. I don't want to be tickled. When was the last time you were tickled? Oh, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being tickled. I am tempted now. No, don't tickle me because <laughs> I don't like being tickled. <laughs> I've never really liked being tickled. I won't. I feel it's the invasion of your personal it, space. It is an invasion of my I'll personal space. And I'm glad that you appreciate that. Because I find I find anyone that would... It's, I think the scary thing about tickling... And I do it. I do it with my godchildren mm. when I go to tickle my god... It's the oh, scary... Hang on a minute. You're tickling them? They enjoy it. They're like rats. How do you know they're enjoying it? Because they're laughing. They're like rats. <laughs> they're laughing. <laughs> they're, they're having a great time. But it's, I think what's creepy about it is, and I admit I do it, is a kind of almost creepy hand before you go in for the tickle where you sort of move your fingers. Mm. It's like the warning. I'm, I'm going to tickle you. And you sort of make, maybe make a bit of a creepy noise as well. It's like, ooh. You sort of do that. I think... Yeah. What, I think it's the anticipation of being tickled. I oh, that like. can make you laugh, though. Just knowing you're about to be tickled can make you laugh. Can it? Yeah. So if I do that, you see, you're laughing. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's true. I mean, I do it to you, but I'm scared you might hit me. Yeah, no, I just don't don't touch me. That's basically what I'm saying. You can you can pretend to tickle me. That's fine. But don't actually tickle me. Okay. No, I'll, I'll just, I just won't touch you. I'll, I'll respect our <laughs> professional relationship. The other thing is, is the way people tickle and where they tickle. Oh, I go under the arms. Under the arms. Mm. I mean, or in the ribs. In the ribs. That's that's the other one. But have you, have you ever that thing where someone will go down your spine with one finger? That sort of tickly thing. I wouldn't tickle me. Oh, that is an horrible tickly feeling. Really? Is it? Yeah. You're very sensitive, aren't you? <laughs> I wonder if they tried that with the rats. I mean, they've they've done the old tummy tickle. Yeah. They, they've established that the rat likes a tummy tickle. But have they done the spine tickle? Have they done the egg on the head? Have you ever done that? Somewhere? Egg on the head. This this is, a, there's a lot more money involved in that research. An egg on the head. What sort of things? This you must have done that. You haven't lived your life. Some, <laughs> someone will get a, a fist and and go on your head. Oh right, yeah. not hard. Yeah, and then they do that. And then it feels like this isn't very, this isn't very good radio, is it? No, they sort of spread out their fingers, oh, so it feels like the... the egg is dripping all over your head. It's really weird. But instead, you've got a crushed egg in your hand now, or you no, don't, there, you there, don't there, actually there crush. Was no, there was no egg. Oh, there was no. There egg. was no egg. No. Oh, so it's all an illusion. Yeah. That's a great trick. <laughs> I mean, you might want to go on Penn and Teller's Foolish. Trev and Ben. We love new music. And every week at 10 o'clock, we'd like to introduce you to a new band of artists. This week, it's It. They're a band. Uh, they are part of the new movement in progressive rock as they fuse the classic melodies of prog rock's past with a passion and intensity usually found in punk or metal. Their lyrics are intelligent, challenging, and occasionally darkly humorous. This is a brilliant, brilliant new single. It's called Revolution, and we love new music. We love new music. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Andy from the band It. This is our new single, Revolution, and you're listening to We Love New Music on The Trev and Ben Show.
tracks are brilliant it revolution on we love new music we're playing more from them on the Very show good. over the next few weeks uh, you can find out more about them at uh, itband.tv or follow them on twitter uh, at uh, it uh, are you all right <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. I'm like asking your granddad to talk about Twitter, isn't <laughs> it? Was, it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was that? At, what? Try again. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at it underscore official. Very good. <sighs> it's not easy. No. All this stuff. You know, I have a lot to do here. <laughs> it's very difficult. Uh, anyway, if you want to get your new music on the show, get in touch with us. It's at Trevor Ben on Twitter. Got that one, didn't well I? Well done. Yep. Uh, That's or, the important uh, one. <laughs> or croydonradio.com. Send us a message via that. And don't forget, on croydonradio.com, you can upload uh, all your new music so that uh, all the presenters can hear it. But, you know, only on this show can such... <laughs> a hash be made of selling you <laughs> and yet you still find the way to fame and fortune yep. it's incredible isn't amazing it? that's the power of the trev and ben show <laughs> uh, still to come on the show uh, we've got the compendium in about uh, 10 minutes time the pub quiz in about half an hour what's today's category ben barack obama barack obama looking forward to that uh, and we are of course playing think the link we are looking for the link between these three songs <laughs> So how are you getting on? I'm struggling. I understand someone sent us in a message with one of them, correct? Yes, yeah, we've got one song identified so far. But the link, have they guessed at the link? Uh, no, no link yet. Okay, well work harder, people. Come on. <laughs> at Trevor Ben on Twitter, I'll send us a message via CroydonRadio.com. Now, I don't think we can deny it, ignore it, even dismiss it at the moment. Christmas is definitely coming. Uh, I saw my first uh, set of Christmas lights up in a house this week. Well, it's too early. It is too early. Do you remember last week we went to our, you know, our normal post-show conflab? Yes. We went for a little beer in the hotel next door. Yes. Uh, they, had, they had all their Halloween decorations out. They did. A little Christmas tree next to it. A little Christmas tree next to it, yeah. They're, 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 they're merging the holidays. I don't like it. Yeah, Christmas too soon. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Um, Hallomas. <laughs> that's better. That <laughs> sounds like a, a Turkish dish. <laughs> um, I, uh, I think it's too early to be, to be having Christmas stuff. Of course, uh, I'm sure Croydon will have their tree up very soon. I hope that they make a, a good effort of it. In Leicester, they've made a very poor attempt at decorating a tree. They've sort of put a few bits on it, and then they've left the rest bare. And a lot of people have complained about it. Is and there a picture of it there? There's a picture of it here. We, we, can, we can tweet that uh, so you can see it. It looks like power lines have fallen on the top of the tree or something. Yeah. It just looks terrible. Uh, the reason the council in Leicester have given for it not being completed yet is the tinsel's too heavy. What? Tinsel's too heavy. They need to order some lighters. How heavy can tinsel be? <laughs> what, you, what you've done there is you've ordered, uh, I think you've ordered metal. <laughs> Tinsel's a very light substance. It's a very light material. What tinsel is this? It's so heavy that it's going to weigh down a tree. I have no idea where they're buying the tinsel. I mean, they've been scammed there, haven't they? Got to say, yeah, I've got some lovely tinsel in the van here. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's, it's lead off a roof. Oh, but, this you know. is your cheap muck. Feel the weight of it. Good stuff, this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Won't rust. <laughs> Won't rust in the rain or snow. It's really good stuff. Um, I mean, that's the worst excuse I've ever heard yeah, that for is, not that achieving. Terrible. But the good thing is, I think it puts off the Christmas tree being in a town for a little bit longer because it's, it's way too early and of course the worst thing about this time of year is the advert start and the hoo-ha this week over the john lewis advert can i say that if i i think if i describe to you what the john lewis christmas advert was yeah it would sound like the ramblings of a homeless tramp well uh, do do explain it for, for those of us who haven't seen it all it's two foxes and a badger jumping on a trampoline mm-hmm that's it. Is that it? Uh, that's as much as I've seen. Wow. What, what is that? 
What has that got to do with anything? Um, it's very Christmassy. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I've no except I would suggest that. Uh, yeah, I don't mean to say that jo- John Lewis are a cynical, dreadful organisation who are using emotion to uh, to every year now. It's like oh, oh, which advert will make me cry the most? And they're all doing it. Yep. They're all doing it. Apparently, there's a which one is it? The Audi or the Lidl? Oh, there's another one that's supposed to be very emotional. Just stop it. I'm going to pitch next year's John Lewis advert. It's going to be a boy building a sandcastle <laughs> with his granddad. Excellent. Well done. That'll do it. They'll have it. That's yeah. £7 million in the pocket. <laughs> £7 million quid they've spent on it this year, apparently. That did not cost £7 million £7 million. Well, you've got to train the foxes and the badgers to jump on a trampoline. It's <laughs> not cheap. Well, someone's laughing all the way to the bank, aren't they? £7 million for that. <laughs> I mean, the good they could do with that money. Don't waste it on some tripe. <laughs> John Lewis are normally pretty good. I, I hear I hear very good things about them. I'm sure they are. As an employer, they they, they give out I'm all sure, I'm sure they're very money good. and stuff. I'm sure they're a great company, but don't lull us into this yearly emotional nonsense. And this is why I don't know what happens. You asked me just it, while the last song was playing. You said, well, what happens at the end of the advert? So I don't know. Not seen it. I don't want to see it. No, I, I must say, I, I don't know what happens in the end of the ever. I, I, There's a dog. I turned it off. There's a dog. Oh, a dog joins in. There's a dog. Oh, I think the I dog... rips the foxes to shreds. <laughs> I think the dog's looking out the window forlorn that he can't take part in the trampolining. Oh. I think that's the whole... But when you look at it... It's a sad message for Christmas. Well, they're always sad, aren't they? I mean, they had the old weirdo on the moon. Was yeah. that last year? Taking his telescope, looking at little girls. Yeah, that was all Pervert. weird. Yeah. And penguins the year before, wasn't it? Or whatever it was. And I, I was talking to my friends the other night, and I said, I wonder what animal from the dog, badger, or fox is they're going to be selling this year for an extortionate price because <laughs> the penguins a few years ago were about 90 quid each weren't they 90 quid. I think well, that's how they're funding the advert <laughs> yes there's your seven million penguins I, I, I think the foxes i think the foxes were about um I, th- I can't remember he looked it up i think it was about 23 quid for a fox but if you want the whole set the foxes the badger and the dog i think it was something like uh, 200 quid or something. Why? And, and this is the thing, like, because kids will want it, won't they? Kids will be going, nah, nah, I want Buster the dog, I want the foxes, I want the... Ba-. Parents, I haven't got that sort of money. It's, it's horrible. I hate it. Oh. I didn't know that kids would be asking for them. Of course it'll be kids I asking it for so, it, won't it? I thought it was sort of posh housewives could have their John Lewis Christmas, you know. Well, I'm sure there's, there's that as well, but I mean, uh, yeah, they will go to John Lewis and have their posh Christmas, but while they've got Marmaduke and Ethelbert by their side. <laughs> you know, they're walking through John Lewis. They're going, Mammy, Mama, Mater. <laughs> Mater, I'd very much like to have a bus to the uh, the canine, please. The Canis Doggers or whatever they're called. Um, and she will say, uh, yes, darling, of course. What's that, £250, John? Of course. Ridiculous. Mm. It's horrible. And I don't know why. I, 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 I like Christmas. <laughs> I enjoy Christmas, but I don't like this thing. And the fact that other companies are now trying to produce emotionally. We don't need to be emoted. Wasn't there some... Emoted, is that a word? I don't know. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't, does it? <laughs> Wasn't there some lad who released his own... Didn't he release his own yes, John Lewis advert? for his A-level project. And he uploaded it to YouTube and people thought it was the real one. Yeah. And now he's been... I, I might be imagining the end of this story. Has he been roped in to help them for next year's? Uh, possibly. I know he was invited to see behind the scenes. Oh, that's, that's probably it? the more likely. Yeah, ending. yeah. But I, had, I did watch that one. Hmm. That was that was good. I mean, it didn't make me cry. That, you know what? That could be the advert. Yeah. yeah. Two th- right, here's my prediction. Give him a million quid. He's 17. He'd be delighted with a million quid. Then give six million quid to refugees. <laughs> Forget- there's, there's the answer. <laughs> Forget the uh, sandcastle idea. Next year's two seven- 2017's Christmas advert will be an inspiring advert of a young lad making and uploading <laughs> a John Lewis Christmas advert. <laughs>
Boo Radley's Wake Up Boo on Croydon Radio. It's the Trevor and Ben Show, and it's time for... Mr. Ben Harmer's Corking Games Compendium. Ben's Corking Games Compendium. Ah, my favourite time. Now, has, has, has it changed since Trump became president? I've got a vote for Hillary bumper sticker on it. <laughs> well, that's no use to anyone now, is it? <laughs> well done. Mindless decoration. Why didn't you do that beforehand? That could have made all the difference. It's your fault he's in. I'm sorry. It's your fault. Anyway, uh, I will spin the uh, the Hillary drum of destiny, <laughs> and it will, at random, pick one of five games in your compendium, and those games, Ben, are... When on Earth, three in five, polyphonic pop, forehead detective, and get yourself connected. Okay, now I haven't done well since we changed the compendium, and that's a few weeks now. It I is. think I've won one game. <laughs> Which isn't good. So that changes today. Okay. So in the spirit of shocks, <laughs> I'll spin the, the drum and see what happens. Nice big spin. Oh, the bumper sticker's gone. Yeah, well, it's no good now, is Quite it? an aggressive spin, though. <laughs> when on earth? Ah, <laughs> uh, now this one um, is you get ten questions. Yes. When uh, on earth did Trump become president? <laughs> uh, you get ten questions, and the answer to each question is going to be a year. Okay. You need to get seven out of ten, or 70% correct, in order to win. Okay. Simple yeah. as that. All right, I didn't do very well on this last time. Right, are you ready? <laughs> Question number one. Winston Churchill dies, and Britain abolishes the death penalty for murder. Ooh, nice. um... Jolly start. <laughs> I'm going to say 64. It was 1965. Oh, damn oh, it. Actually, that's a bad start. Another post hit. Question number two. Japanese forces invade China, capturing Shanghai and Beijing. German planes bomb Guernica in Spain. Mm. Uh, 1941. It was 1937. <laughs> isn't going well no question number three the Stockton Darlington Railway opens becoming the first line to carry passengers and Bolivia gains its independence come on we all know the year Bolivia (laughs) gained independence oh Bolivia yeah of course (laughs) (laughs) no idea 1974 1825 (laughs) oh only 150 years out (laughs) question number four Uh, I think this is pronounced Ceylon C-E-Y-L-O-N yeah Ceylon becomes Sri Lanka and Britain joins the EEC Mm. Uh, 1971 It was 1972 <laughs> I'm so close Well, except for the last one. Oh yeah <laughs> You're a century out I mean, if, average wise, <laughs> it's not going well Question number five Indria Gandhi assassinated Toxic gas kills thousands in Bhopal um, <laughs> Have you heard of Bhopal? No, neither have I um, I've never heard of in- Indira Gandhi either. Oh, uh, yes, I, I do remember this, I think. 1984. It, uh, it was 1984. Come on! Well done, one point. We can't win, by the way. Oh, can I? No, no, no. Oh, no. That went out a long time ago. <laughs> Question number six. Amelia Earhart becomes the first woman to fly the Atlantic, and Fleming discovers penicillin. Oh, now that's 1938 uh, 10 years out 1928 oh man uh, question number 7 Mary Rose raised and the Falkland War begins oh I know this one should that be pronounced the Mary Rose or the Mary Rose I think it's the Mary Rose it's spelled Mary okay Mary yeah. Rose raised and the Falkland War begins 82 it was 82 come on 2 points question number 8 Great Fire of London and Newton discovers the law of gravitation. 1666. Bang on. Straight in there. Question number nine. Uh, Death of Lenin, first Labour government comes to power in Great Britain. Ooh. You should know this, you big lefty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
I don't know. Um, nineteen twenty. Go on. Eight. Nineteen twenty-four. Oh, I almost said that. <laughs> almost said that. Well, you didn't. But it would have been a guess. Question number ten. <laughs> to, you can get four points if you get this right. Well, it's no use, is it? It's pointless. It doesn't matter. Uh, the outbreak of the civil war in Spain and Edward the Eighth abdicates. Nineteen thirty-six. It was nineteen thirty-six. Well done. So how many did you get? Four out of ten. No win. No win. The passenger on Coin Radio, it's the Trevor Bencher. Another very unsuccessful compendium for me, then. <laughs> no, I'm terrible. Giving, I think I want to give this up. No. It's very depressing. You know, I think I've, I've lost all hope in everything, haven't I? And it's a new era. Trump's in charge. Yeah. All right. We'll give it another go new next hope. week. <laughs> Have you ever had your car broken into? Uh, no. I have a couple of times, as you know, one. You know, we got CID down. Yeah, the famous incident <laughs> where they sent forensics down. So. Yeah, yeah. Got him though, didn't they? Got him. Search for the stolen foot pump. <laughs> the first time my car was broken into, though, they smashed a window. And I think when they got That's into when they, when they got into my car, they realised that there was nothing worth stealing. Right. Because, you know, my, my car's quite... I mean, it's still got a cassette player in it. Oh. So, I mean, there, there was nothing worth stealing in my car. You haven't got your windows tinted, have you? I mean, could they see what was in the car before they smashed in the window? Or? Do you know what? I think criminals often don't think. No, really? The, the police said to me um, they probably saw the, um, the holder for the sat-nav on the window and assumed that there was a glove box. I mean, my car doesn't even have a glove box. So there's nowhere to store a sat-nav in the car anyway. Oh, so you, you took the sat-nav inside? That was inside, yeah, oh. yeah. So they, they, the, the police advised me afterwards that I shouldn't even leave the, the bracket for the sat-nav. I'll go one further. You should wipe the ring off. Exactly. Always. The, the childish grin on your face. <laughs> what? Yes, you should always wipe your ring off. There you go. So there you, uh, go. you infant. <laughs> anyway, right? <laughs> there was a story uh, a couple of weeks ago. A man who came back to his car yeah. to find it had been broken into. And he was uh, quite rightly furious. But he realised there wasn't much taken, but there was also a note in the car from the person who'd broken into the car. Right. Said, um, saw the Kit Kat in your cup holder. I love Kit Kats. So I checked your door and it was unlocked. Didn't take anything other than the Kit Kat. I'm so sorry and hungry. I'd be really furious if someone opened my car <laughs> and took my Kit Kat. Yeah, I mean, what if that was, what if, I mean, he doesn't know. Yeah. What if that was your dinner? Yeah. That was your sustenance. That was your lifeline, that Kit Kat. I mean, and I, it doesn't say whether it was a chunky or a four-finger one. Yeah. One of those know. fingers might have been feeding your starving son. Yeah, I might have had four children, a finger each. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard times. So you have to be very careful. Anyway, he was very upset. Luckily, right, the company that make Kit Kats in America, this was all in America, by the way, because um, I, I think, is it part of Nestle over here? Uh, Kit Kat thing? I believe so. Over there, it's Hershey. Oh. They came to his rescue. They heard the story. And they sent him a whole load of Kit Kats. Who, the car owner? Yeah. Or the thief? <laughs> not the thief. The car <laughs> owner. And not just him, the whole, uh, the whole campus at the university. Six and a half thousand Kit Kat bars. I bet that thief is now thinking, I mean, that's, it's, it's a gold mine there, yeah. isn't it? Gold mine. They made him a huge target now. They shouldn't be advertising this fact that they spent six, yeah. sent six and a half thousand Kit Kat bars when this man is clearly obsessed by Kit Kats. Yeah, they publicised to the thief that this man is now in possession of thousands of Kit Kats. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, chocolate theft is a terrible crime. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, remember, I remember years ago when, we, when me and my brother were very little, 
my brother picking up a curly whirly in a shop and walking out without paying for it. Wow. And you've just you've just ousted him as a thief on the yeah, radio. He, he was found out. Oh, was he? I saw him in the shop, yeah. They came running over and said, yeah, I think he, I think he, you know, he was very embarrassed about the whole thing. Mm. I remember being very embarrassed because I was standing next to him, you know, by, <laughs> Guilty by, by exactly. Yeah. It's nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me, officer. I'm, 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 I'm innocent. I, I did it. You did what? I, you shoplifted? What, yes. Yeah. We, we were on. in the, <laughs> nine, nine, nine. We were in the shop, me and my mum. And I, I was in the pram, and apparently I your got... Your mum's putting all stuff in pockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's sorting your dinner out. No, it wasn't her, bless her. It was me. I got a fistful of dolly mixtures as we were heading out, and um, she she marched me back into the shop. Quite right, too. And told the blooming security guard, gave me a right rollicking. Did he? Yeah, apparently my mum was thinking, all right, steady on. <laughs> overboard, apparently, but yeah. Well, I think if I had a kid and they did that, I would do that. I'd make them go back. It's not crime of the century, is it? I mean, I'm not advocating oh, it, but I mean, come on. It's a gateway crime. A few dolly mixtures, not going to hurt anybody, are they? Yeah, but if your mum hadn't have taken you back, what would you be doing now? It, probably enjoying dolly mixtures. Yeah, or stealing Kit Kats willy-nilly. <laughs> Temper Cartel, bad influence on Croydon Radio. Uh, coming up very soon, it's the pub quiz. Barack ah. Obama. Yes. Come on, we love the man. Which I think is quite a nice thing, because I think last week my uh, pub quiz nickname was... Barack Obama or something stupid, wasn't it? I can't remember. Yeah. I don't really take that much notice. What? Well, I just know that you're coming up with nonsense. I've put a lot of thought into my pub quiz nicknames. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I just cram Ben in there and I it mean, works. Normally about a minute before we go into the pub quiz, you say, got any for a nickname? <laughs> I mean, that's normally how it works. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to talk about my phone. Your phone, because you've got an iPhone. I have an you? iPhone, yeah. yes. Don't, don't you, make that out as if I'm some old look at posh boy with his iPhone. Well, you're the weird you're one the for one not having an iPhone. But yeah, but you look down and everyone else doesn't have one. You know, I'm, I'm just saying no. that you see yourself as a bit high and mighty I just because you've got an iPhone. I everybody else. I look down on you because you don't have... You're the only human being without an iPhone. Well, what do you mean I'm the only human being without an iPhone? Uh, if I was the only human being without one, they wouldn't bother selling a Samsung J5. Oh, how is it yet? Has it exploded yet? It's or? a brilliant... <laughs> this, is, this is a non... Uh, flammable. Oh, good. A non-flammable yeah. Samsung. The one that won't injure you. Good. <laughs> no, my, my phone, I don't know if this is normal or if this is an update. I did a software update a week or two ago and I've noticed now it it's watching me very, very carefully. Watching you. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I'm watched by my Xbox as well quite closely. I've talked yes, about that in the past. Yes, it listens in. But this, I, on more than one occasion, enough for me to notice it's happening, about four or five times in the last week, I've gone, left the house... Opened the car door, sat in the car door, sat sat in the car. Sat door. in the car door. Yeah, it's, it's a posh car. Yeah, uh, and you're a driver for a living. <laughs> so I sit in the car and glance at my phone before I pull away. Obviously, I'm not using my phone while I'm at the wheel. You know, not Quite right. Yet. And it says, um, you know, oh, 40 minutes to Epsom. Yeah, and that's where I'm going. And I think, how did you know? Mm. Or it'll say 35 minutes to South Croydon, and that's where I was going. It, it it knows what I'm doing. Well, I'll tell you what's even scarier than that. Go on. Uh, uh, this was uh, when I used to work in the school over in Fulham. Uh, my phone would not only tell me in the morning, I would wake up and it would say how long the journey would be, uh, which was a lie, by the way. Always, it, would, yeah. it would say about an hour, two hours to get there. Yeah. Uh, nonsense, right? But then, in the afternoon, it would then start getting ready. It would sort of know the time I would leave. So about quarter to five, it would pop up and say, journey time home. 
scary in it. That's I don't you, like when, that. you, when you're you know racing through your terms and conditions and hitting accept, mm. that's all in there. I'm sure. Of course it is. We have the right to spy. I'm, I'm even sure that they're looking through me through this little camera on the top here. Well, they can do that. They're spying on me. They can do that. It's terrifying. I mean, this is why I, I, I'm not uh, too worried about that sort of thing. I mean, I've got a friend who, uh, he, he doesn't want a computer with a webcam in it. He's, I said, well, tough. I mean, you're not going to get one without these days, mm. are you? But he says, oh, no, I don't want people. I said, what are you getting up to? You don't want people to see you from the start. Mm-hmm. You know, but, <laughs> but secondly, uh, that's sort of, it, I'm never unduly worried because um, I think if, if someone wants to look at me, they, what a boring thing they're going to see. Well, I, I know that um, recently Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah, not, not one of the other Zuckerbergs. Oh, the, the Facebook one. Well, thanks for clarifying. <laughs> he he even said that he covers up his um, uh, webcam. Yeah, but then he is. A, he would be a target, wouldn't he? He would be. Yeah, he'd be. Yeah. I'm sure he'd be more interesting to watch than I would. But I, I still. And also, I no spoilers here, but I I, um, I watched all six episodes of Black Mirror recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm not looking at anything dodgy, but I'll, I'll still be covering up my webcam from now on. <laughs> there was, um, years ago, when, when I first met this friend who won't, doesn't want anything with a, with a camera in it, um, he got his first laptop. This was about, I don't know, 18 years ago, right? And I remember working with him at the time, and he said, uh, I kept saying to him, um, well, bring your laptop in, and um, I'll help you install the stuff you want installed on it. Oh dear, did you see something? No, no, because he never brought it in because he said, oh no, I, I won't bring the laptop out. What? I said, what's the point of having a laptop then? He went, no, it's just, you know, you know what people are like, they, they, can, they can use signals. I mean, you didn't know any of that, anything. Go, they can use single signals to see what's on my computer and they could take some of my ideas. Oh, they're not going to. I said, what would be on your computer that they want to see? I think I know who this person is. Mr. Conspiracy. Is, no, of course it is, yeah. yeah. He's a maniac. <laughs> and, uh, and I used to say to him, all you've got, on that is your work. Some scripts for a... Uh, we used to do a lot of work for, for a Christian organisation. Mm-hmm. So a lot of scripts for churches. Uh, if someone sees that, does it really matter? Yeah, I, I had a similar conversation with him a while ago. Basically, sort of... No, not rudely, but just saying, look, sorry, mate, you're not that interesting. You know, <laughs> yeah. No one cares. No one's going to be specifically tuning in to find out what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Just- he also says to me, he's got... He's got a, I think he's got an iPhone. And, uh, and he'll, he always uses this line. He goes, oh, this is... Uh, Even he's got an iPhone. I know. He says, oh, this is amazing, this thing. You know, I could, I could fly planes with this. And I go, yeah, well, even if, even if that was true, you wouldn't know how to do it. <laughs> and secondly, why have you got one when all this time you've gone on about, you know, uh, people digging into your life and mm. seeing where you are and what you're up to? I said, because he won't have... Um, do you remember when the, the, there was the petition to sign up to the Robin Hood tax? Uh, no. Well, the Robin Hood tax was a, it's a great idea to basically you tax banks a bit more. Okay. Right? So it, it was a great idea. I signed up for it. He'd been going on at me about signing up to it. And I said, yeah, I'm very happy to sign up to it. Mm-hmm. And I said, have you signed up to it? He went, oh no, <laughs> no, I'm not signing up to that. I don't want my name on any list that's going to, that the government <laughs> are going to see. They're going to come round and, f- so they're not going to come round <laughs> and find you. Imagine them coming round. Yeah. So, uh, did you sign up to, oh, well, oh, how dare you? They're not going to do that, are they? They're no. not that interested because they know where you are anyway. Yeah. They've got your name. They've got your number. They know everything about you. Just mm. by signing up to that isn't going to change anything. How does he feel about living in London when, of course, you're spotted about 3,000 times on CCTV every day? I tell you, the last time I had a conversation about that, I ended the conversation oh, right. quite <laughs> early because we were, it, A, it was his birthday. Oh, and I thought this was, it's not the night to be getting into this. But also he, he introduced me to his father-in-law's uh, girlfriend. 
His father-in-law's girlfriend. His I father, you, yeah. yeah, his father-in-law's girlfriend. He's got a lot of those. Uh, <laughs> his father-in-law's girlfriend. And uh, and she, she was completely nuts. She started saying, oh, yes, yes, those cameras are everywhere. They look at you. They see what you're doing, and it's wrong. I said, do you know what? It doesn't bother me. It really doesn't bother me. I... I I'm all for civil liberties and I agree that maybe we're watched too much but you know what there are things going on that need to be watched mm. there are people who cannot be, I watch people in the polling booths <laughs> watch them as they go in if they put a thing next to Trump's name go in arrest them lock them maybe up yeah don't act the way I used to cause I don't feel the same about you in fact that's a lie I want you Catfish on the bottom and sound check. Right, ladies and gentlemen, listen up. Welcome to the Trev and Ben. And it's the Bum Quiz. Uh, so the pub quin, uh, quin, the pub quin. You're right. The pub quin, <laughs> pub quiz uh, would be the normal title of this feature, but for this week, it's the pub quin. Okay. <laughs> Three questions to answer on one category, and this week's category is Barack Obama. Barack Obama. There's an easy question for one point, a medium question for two points, and a hard question for three points. You can take part by being on the shout box right now. You're of course the quizmaster Ben, which means you have to have a nickname. What's your nickname this week? I'll let you choose. It can either be uh, James Ben. Mm. Or Fassbender. There's Ben in That's, it. Yes. There's Ben in it. Yes. I didn't need to work on that. <laughs> That's done just, for me. That is the laziest one ever. Which what one? Was the, well, what was the first one? James Ben. Yeah, it's that. All right. Unbelievable. James Ben. I told you this is the, the thought you put into these things. There was some thought went into that. Yeah, some. <laughs> All right. So question number one for one point. In which year was Obama elected president for the first time? All right. Well, um, that should be... Straight in there with that one. Yeah, hopefully that's right. Look at me, I'm doing, I'm answering questions on American politics know, on the radio. And I've, I've suddenly got really worried. Mother would be proud. <laughs> would she? No. Yeah. Question number two. Obama was born in which American state? Well, oh, ask, I think we know ask this. Donald Trump. Yeah. Eh? Kenya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have we ever seen that birth certificate? <laughs> oh, what have we done? Oh, Question God knows. number three for three points. Prior to standing for the US presidency, Obama was a senator for which state? Ooh. Now that is a tricky one. That is a tricky one. Um, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I'll take a guess. Oh, no, I don't think it would be that. Mm, um, I'm going to a guess. Yeah, I, I don't think that's right. No, I, I've, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've just written down anything. Okay, well, well I'm hoping a score draw then. All right. Question number one. Why are you not confident about the year he was elected anymore? I've suddenly you know, I've got a real... I think I know. Well, I mean... Come on. I mean... I know it's not... It's, it's four years. I know, two, I know it's minus not, eight. I know <laughs> it's not difficult, but... Question number one. You know, I doubt myself. In which year was President Obama elected president... Sorry, I've thrown in too many presidents. <laughs> in which year was Obama elected president for the first time? Uh, I've said 2008. Uh, I've put 2008. The answer's 2008. Where was all the panic? Oh, I just suddenly had this panic because you have the whole wait till the January. I was trying to think, was it when... Four was years it? is a term. Yeah, I know. Two terms yeah, eight. Yeah, We're 2016. Yeah, right. Minus eight. 2008. Right, get on with it. James... Bend. Bend. Question number two for two <laughs> points. Obama was born in which American state? I haven't put Kenya. I've put Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii, yes. It is the correct answer. Excellent. Good. Question number three for three points, and probably the difference maker. Uh, prior to standing for the US presidency, Obama was senator for which state? I just put Colorado. I have no idea. I put Florida. 
Well, no, I don't right. think it's Florida, is it? It was Illinois. Illinois. Yes, so uh, score a draw. That's all right. And honestly, I can take a score draw because let's hope that Obama will be back. Can we have another eight years? Uh, can we have another 24 years? <laughs> Love that, Tom Ryder, desk job. I just felt I needed to cheer myself up. What's going on? I just wanted to cheer myself up with a bit of Mrs. Mills. Why? Well, because it's been such a dire week. I was waiting to think the link. It's yeah, throw me. I know. I thought it would, but I thought we just need a bit of Mrs. Mills. It's very Thomas us the through. Tank, isn't it? It is a little bit. And funny enough, that would be a great bit of slang about Donald Trump. Think the link. Ah, uh, so <laughs> Ben, there were three songs to identify. There was a link between them. Here they were. Here we go. Get food to the group. I'm I'm going to eat a lot of peaches. Hey, you know, I, I was completely flummoxed by that, but we've had a listener in touch who's told me that the last song was uh, called uh, Peaches by mm-hmm. um, the United Presidents of the... Presidents... <laughs> oh, it's right sake. in front of you. I know. It's right in front of you. I haven't got my glasses. Presidents of the United States of America. So yes. um, I'm, I'm going to guess yeah. the theme of the week. The link's got to be Presidents, is it? Uh, it is. There you yeah, go. Thank President. you, listeners. Uh, first song was Mr. President by Coco Jambo. Ooh. Or was it Coco Jambo by Mr. President? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which round it is. And then there was uh, Mr. President by Dozy, Beaky, Mick and Titch. Oh. I, I thought that might be one you wouldn't know. No. In all fairness. And then, yeah, President of the United States of America. Peter, I'm not obsessed by the week's news about the President, by the way. Not much. Uh, not much. It's not, it hasn't upset me at all. <laughs> uh, and that's about it from us. Uh, stand by the Happy Sundays on the way after 11. We will be observing a moment's silence at 11 o'clock as it is uh, Remembrance Sunday, of course. Uh, we're back with our midweek podcast uh, around Thursday in the week. Um, if you haven't heard last week's, um, you might want to have a listen. Just as if you haven't got an idea of how I've been feeling. <laughs> About about everything that's happened in the last seven I think days. People are in no doubt, but yeah, why not have a midweek podcast? Anyway? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we're back live uh, next Sunday uh, from nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, by the way, you can subscribe to all of our stuff by uh, going to iTunes and getting all of our uh, podcasts. And uh, the podcast of this show will be out on CroydonRadio.com uh, tomorrow morning, of course. Uh, now this is Croydon Radio, and of course, uh, last Wednesday saw one of the darkest days in Croydon's history when a tram derailed, tragically cutting short the lives of seven people and changing the lives of scores of others forever. There's a feeling of shock and sadness all around our community right now that will undoubtedly stay with us for many years to come. But people have come together in so many ways to aid, comfort and console all of those affected. Uh, One of the ways you can help is by giving to the crowdfunding appeal that's been set up to raise £5,000 to help the survivors and the families of those who lost their lives. Uh, You can visit justgiving.com slash crowdfunding slash support Croydon tram victims uh, to donate and find out more. We will tweet a link to that link, so please follow it and give whatever you can to help all of those affected. So we end today by sending our condolences and support to all of those affected. Our hearts go out to you and we hope in time you can find comfort and peace once more. From Trev and Ben, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. The Trev and Ben Show.